Welcome to a new mini-series for this week that we are calling The Daily Meditation, where we take biblical accounts and meditate on how they relate to specific topics we cover on the podcast. Today, I will be meditating on the life of Hannah and how that relates to FOMO. The book of Samuel opens with an account about a man named Elkanah who has two wives. One, named Penina, can bear children and has, the other cannot. Her name is Hannah. We find out that year in and year out, the family would travel to a place called Shiloh, where they would offer sacrifice and worship God. Year after year, Elkanah would give portions to Penina and her children, but would give a double portion to Hannah because he loved her. However, year after year, Hannah would be reminded she had no children. Year after year, as she aged, it's safe to assume she feared being this way her entire life. Double portion or not, she wanted children. She was afraid of missing out on being a mother. I wonder if there is something for us today as we meditate on Hannah's struggle with FOMO. Are you feeling afraid that you'll miss out on something or an experience with someone? With each year that passes you by, are you holding yourself up in comparison to a family member or a friend? Is that taking a toll on you as you covet where they're at or what they have? I believe today God wants to show us that sometimes he is at the root of what we don't possess. Why? To draw us close to him and learn to process our fears and disappointments through prayer instead of anxiety. Hannah's fear of missing out was surrounding having children. We learn in the first chapter of 1 Samuel that it is something the Lord intentionally withheld from her. It says in verse 5 of chapter 1, the Lord had closed her womb. And her present experience, because of not having children, looked kind of like blessing mingled with discord. It tells us that being barren didn't cause her to fall out of favor with her husband. We read in verses 4 and 5, On the day when Elkanah sacrificed, he would give portions to Penina, his wife, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion. Discord with Penina robbed Hannah of being able to receive that favor. It tells us in verse 6, Her rival used to provoke her grievously to irritate her because the Lord had closed her womb. So it went on year by year. As often as she went up to the house of the Lord, she used to provoke her. Therefore, Hannah wept and would not eat. Her relational discord with Penina wound up causing discord between her and Elkanah, her husband. We read in verse 8, Elkanah, her husband, said to her, Hannah, why do you weep? And why do you not eat? And why is your heart sad? Am I not more to you than ten sons? Because of her fear of missing out on having children mingled with the fact that Penina was always provoking her because she knew the Lord had closed her womb, there was now this strife in her marriage. And it all comes to a breaking point. And in that crisis moment, Hannah makes a decision that will change the trajectory of her life. Hannah's crisis decision at that point was to choose dependence over defiance, to choose trust over control. 
Her fear of not having children and living in relational discord year after year for the rest of her life drove her to cry out to God instead of try to control the situation. Listen to how she prays through her crisis moment surrounding her FOMO. Verse 10, she was deeply distressed and prayed to the Lord and wept bitterly. And she vowed a vow and said, O Lord of hosts, if you will indeed look on the affliction of your servant and remember me and not forget your servant, but will give to your servant a son, then I will give him to the Lord all the days of his life, and no razor shall touch his head. She takes the very real emotions associated with her FOMO, deep distress, anxiety, depression, weeping bitterly. And what she does is filters those things through a posture of dependence instead of a posture of defiance. Hannah chooses to trust in God's ability to act rather than her own ability to control the situation. I wonder if the things that you're missing out on cause you to feel like you need to take control so that you don't miss out on them. If you feel like you need to take control, the exhortation is don't. God may be withholding whatever it is from you so that you finally relinquish control and position yourself to receive it as a gift from him rather than a product of your own effort. When we do that and God moves, we get to experience the reality of Hannah's second prayer after she did in fact give birth to Samuel, her son. And it's with that prayer that I want to leave you today. And maybe we can meditate on this. And I am hoping and praying for any who are really struggling with the fear of missing out on something, that this will wind up being your resolve after you throw yourself in dependence on God, seeking every good gift that comes from above instead of trying to create them so that you don't miss out on something. I pray that this prayer of Hannah's can also be yours one day as the Lord is faithful. 1 Samuel 2, verse 1 through 10. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart exalts in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth derides my enemies, because I rejoice in your salvation. There is none holy like the Lord, for there is none besides you. There is no rock like our God. Talk no more so very proudly. Let not arrogance Come from your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The bows of the mighty are broken, but the feeble bind on strength. Those who were full have hired themselves out for bread, but those who were hungry have ceased to hunger. The barren has borne seven, but she who has many children is forlorn. The Lord kills and brings to life. He brings down to Sheol and raises up. The Lord makes poor and makes rich. He brings low and he exalts. He raises up the poor from the dust. He lifts the needy from the ash heap to make them sit with princes and inherit a seat of honor. For the pillars of the earth are the Lord's and on them he has set the world. He will guard the feet of his faithful ones, but the wicked shall be cut off in darkness. For not by might shall a man prevail. 
the adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Against them he will thunder in heaven. The Lord will judge the ends of the earth. He will give strength to his king and exalt the horn of his anointed. <laughs> 